Hi, I'm Mike Dilk and you're listening to the Relax Bank UK show. The show that explores all kinds of health topics relevant to you, your family and your friends. Each week I talk to expert guests from a range of backgrounds to inform and entertain you. So please do join the Relax Bank UK family and stay tuned. Hi and thank you for joining me on this week's Relax Bank UK show. My guest is Ivana Danielle. She's a movement and posture expert. She started her career as a ballet dancer, suffered terribly from injury, and then via Pilates and years of experience fixed herself and now helps others. So I see again too many people who are hurt because they are doing the wrong program for their body type. She finds herself helping people that are often injured while doing an inappropriate exercise regime. She feels that this is sometimes due to uh, instructors not being properly qualified or knowledgeable. Can I see the qualifications of the teachers? Mm -hmm. Because it's your right. Because some of these teachers, Pilates, whatever, name it, they have done a weekend course. Ivana really is a great guest and has good advice for anyone who wants to understand and improve their body. Please do join me for a great show. Thank you. Now, I've known Ivana for a few years now, and I always enjoy chatting to her. This time, I asked her how she became a, a movement therapist and the journey, really the whole journey, pretty much of her whole life, to uh, where she is now. Yes, of course, I would be very happy to share my journey. And um, so I would say... First of all, that I would look at myself more than a movement therapist. I look at myself as a educator of really making people aware to change their habits on how they see and perceive their body, look at exercise programs and all that. So movement therapy, yes, is one of my... Um, of, of, of a part of my journey that brought me where I am today. Okay. And it's a very important journey um, that I've done through through the years, through the, I would say, most of my life. Um, as I was born with a passion of being a ballerina since I was three, I um, my parents sent me to the ballet academy where I was educated from, you know, the proper ballet um, academy. Um, and there I developed this passion for movement. But what's very interesting, as even as a child, I started to observe and observe how children move. And another very important thing, I think that was really the, uh, the breakthrough in my life is I was highly dyslexic child. So my dyslexia and the incapacity and highly dyslexic because I even saw letters the other way around. I okay. couldn't do dictation. And yes, I was a very clever little girl. But in the Italy uh, of the 60s, the word even dyslexia didn't exist. So they thought I was a lazy child. They thought that I didn't want to apply myself because um, at the time they didn't know what it was. So the ballet school was absolutely my heaven because through movement, I managed to express myself. I had an amazing capacity to record, to understand movement, to feel the body. So I think I, I really developed a way of communication, of reading, 
of connecting where other couldn't, I couldn't through the movement. Okay. And well, so that was the breakthrough. Um, yes. Of course, later on, people started to talk about dyslexia and all that. Um, but I mean, it was really difficult. So that environment of movement and ballet was where that little Ivana really excelled, where she was understood. And of course, uh, I understood and it was amazing. So okay. that was the beginning of the journey. And, and so I, I've actually, you, I've read most of your book, actually, which we'll, we'll talk about later. And you do, you do talk about how you started and got into the, the, the ballet school. But let's fast forward uh, a bit through your life because you've done an awful lot. And, uh, you, you know, you really do help a lot of people now who kind of hobble in to see you and pretty much dance out. So <laughs> what, what, one, maybe not everyone dances out, but they will eventually, I'm sure. And, but something, one thing that I do like to ask, ask lots of people, whether they're talking about nutrition or their, their medicine or, or whatever, is what the what people's qualifications are what they've sort of studied so i know you've studied ballet but you you studied lots of other things as well yeah ballet was part of my one of my lives then as a ballerina as you know and you read it i got injured i got injured very badly i broke my um, foot twice and dancers a professional dancer have a, a lot of uh, chronic injuries and I went in my 20s and late 20s in a very bad lower back injury I slipped my disc on a fall and it was eventually a series of bad experiences chronic pain and all that so that really brought me to switch to a complete different way of looking at the body so at the time it was the late 80s someone suggested me to go to a pilates studio now we need to really remember that pilates at the time didn't even exist and the word pilates couldn't even be used uh what they call it body control and all that it wasn't used because it was under the control of one only person in california who held the name so teachers couldn't use it but we were a super small community i'm talking you could count them in the world and so I was introduced to this amazing only in one center in London um, and Pilates was at the time the real Pilates really like going to a rehab proper rehabilitation center like physiotherapy it was really a serious medical and post rehab technique we are talking that was the real deal. So I got absolutely fascinated, um, so started to study it. Um, in the meantime, I went to the Laban School, the Laban Center, which is in, in Greenwich today, it used to be in um, Goldsmith College, where I did a postgraduate degree in movement and teaching study. And I decided to get more the side of the healing side of movement. So. And the idea was at the time I wanted to heal injured dancers. That was my main thing. And I wanted to really help the dancer that went through my experience to understand better through Pilates, through other technique. So the Laban in Goldsmith at that time, as I repeat again today, is in Greenwich, it's an amazing school. Gave me this wonderful knowledge of studying from anatomy to movement to apply studies in, in, into how to 
you know, help people. Um, and um, so then what happened is that my dream of healing dancers flew away as I flew to Singapore. And as you read, in 97, I moved to Singapore. And I was, you know, a mom with two young kids, married, and a Pilates reformer followed me into the big shipment of, you know, the family. And I had this big house with this reformer, and people never heard of it. And friends said, can I come and try? Uh, so, yes, come and try. Basically, I just say, the, the reformer, that's, a, that's the main piece of Pilates equipment. The main piece of yeah. Pilates that was with me. Um, so... She came and tried it. She said, can another friend try it? Yes. In uh, three months, I had even the, the, the newspaper, everybody calling me because they wanted to know about Pilates. So the story goes that in three months, I was fully booked. I opened my little Pilates studio in, in the middle of this beautiful house in the jungle. Um, it's one of these stories that, you know, I always say it was amazing. It was the perfect time and people didn't know. I was a pioneer. It felt great. I brought something great. So I set up in, in Singapore and then uh, therefore all Southeast Asia, the first Pilates studio. In fact, my first one was called uh, Ivana Daniel Pilates Studio. That was 98. Right. So that year, we won the case against this person who was holding the name of Pilates. So worldwide, the name Pilates was released. So people like me, and we were still so few in the world, could again open a place or call the name Pilates. That was okay. only up in 28. So that gave me the opportunity to develop I started to work more and more with people who were not professional dancers, though I did some work with a ballet company in Singapore. And then the greatest opportunity of my life arrived. They opened the most beautiful modern um, hospital facility in Singapore called Camden Medical Center, which is a skyscraper hospital. And they invited me to join in year 2000. So here we go. I started in 2000, the first clinical Pilates and rehab center of all Southeast Asia. So I was the first. It was amazing. I started small in my house and then it became by the year, by the millennia and by the 2008, 9, 10. It was a really huge I had um, teachers um, that came from all over the world to work for me, literally all over the world. We had like six or seven languages spoken in my center. Fantastic. It was, it was fantastic from Chinese uh, uh, to, to uh, Japanese and Spanish, Italian, name it, whatever. So it was great experience. So 14 years in Singapore, blessing and I really blessed the city to have really supported me um it was amazing uh, what the what they did for me the Singaporean I, they, it was incredible it was probably the most exciting time of my life the center really grew bigger and bigger and then um with a colleague of mine from Hong Kong I developed the Pilates the education and that's where the Pilates spread up all in Asia, in in uh, in uh, 
in um, Southeast Asia, we brought gyrotonic expansion system from Julio Orbat, and one thing led to another. So we called it intelligent movement. So I became really the, the, the representative of whatever um, healing through movement and, and um, uh, intelligent movement were doing. And right. from a clinical point of view, because as I said, I worked along all the doctors and in a, in a big hospital. Fantastic. All right. So massive amounts of experience and you still hold that with you. You're now helping people um, in London. Um, yes. In, in a similar kind of way. And everybody knows someone like with a bad back or sore knees or some musculoskeletal issue. So I can I can only assume that you're very busy and you're kind, you're you're very sought after. Is that is that right, Ivana? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, what What is my wish today is that I could have more people to really provide this service. So that is why, you know, I, I wrote the book, because when I was very interesting, when I came from Asia, from Singapore and Hong Kong, I worked a lot in China and all Asia in India, basically developed the method all, all around Asia. I noticed how coming back to London there was a huge gap so uh, the Pilates had developed I would say quite superficially it had lost the soul that I saw in the 80s fitness was really there as a mainstream and people who came to me in my clinic were in pain um, the shocking thing that was 80% of their pain was coming from incorrect exercise programs because the doctors were sending them to a gym or somewhere. <clears throat> and at the end, um, they were hurt even more. And this is still happening now as we, uh, as we speak today. I just finished with a patient um, who had this experience. So why? Why this is happening? Because not I cannot heal thousands of people. I can heal only few. But my dream is why this information can it go to everyone? So people who are suffering from chronic pain, back and problem, can have a better access to better information instead of being broken even more uh, by incorrect exercise program by unqualified um, uh, instructors and end up even more. So some are lucky to end up with people who know, and it's not only me, there are some other amazing people around, um, And but most of them are, don't have the luck to reach and know where to go and they remain with the chronic pain, which is very sad. Well, certainly in your in your book, there's a phrase that you've coined, which I really picked up on. And this is this fast food exercise. So, yes. <laughs> you know, and I, I can really imagine that because, yeah, you know, lots of people want to get fit. They might go to the gym, they might get a trainer and they might end up doing something which actually hurts them in the long run and might hurt them quite badly. <laughs> Yeah, it's a like fast food exercise. It's the Big Mac recipe that is the same everywhere. It's just, you know, you make one product, 
and you just throw it to everyone. Um, and that's what most of the gym do, you know, it's just people, um, what I say in my book is that, you know, some of these instructors are a three days training, a one week training. I work with people who have a lifetime training, not even years, a lifetime. Um, we are still studying. I'm still researching every day of my life. I read, I research. So, um, because we need to evolve and we need to evolve because our lifestyle is evolving and changing and sometimes in good directions, some others in bad directions. So we cannot get the same fast food um, recipe of 20 years ago of the 80s and 90s and still apply it. It doesn't work like it. Anymore. Sure. So, so what advice would you give to someone who maybe wants to start an exercise program? Perhaps they haven't really done any exercise for quite a few years. What you know? What's the first thing you think they should do? Well, of read your book, obviously. <laughs> read, read my manual because I've written for all of you to really make conscious choices. So honestly, easy because in my book, as you read it piece after piece, chapter after chapter, I explain even how to find. So if you want to go and just listen directly from me in a nutshell, I give the very, very, probably three or four points. Number one, get a proper postural analysis done by a professional. So I cannot take thousands of postural analysis. I do them every day. Go to a very reputable osteopath physio, but very reputable. Have a full body assessment done of what is your imbalances, your muscles, strength, imbalance. Once you know, then do a lot of research on what is the best exercise, what is the best food for your muscles. Now, how do you know? Is by understanding your body type. What kind of body type you are, because different body types, different exercise programs. So that is, again, where my book is so simple. I just tell you, ABC, if you have this kind of body type, you are the athletic, the skinny, the, um, the voluptuous, um, the heavier, they are all beautiful. All great, all beautiful. There, are no, there is no one better than the other, but like any car, Imagine a car has got different models. So you need to have that manual and apply that manual to that particular model. Same is for the body. So I see, again, too many people who are hurt because they are doing the wrong program for the body type. So assess posturally. Get, um, understand and do some reading about your body type. Choose the right exercise for your body type. And then the most important of all, how do I choose my where to go and who is teaching me? Well, there are tricks again that I give in my book in one of the last chapters on how to really find a place safely. So you need to do some research on the place to see the qualifications of the teacher. You ask, is your right to know who is this teacher? Normally, you go online, the center will be every information and you can also ask the people, can I see the qualifications of the teachers? Mm -hmm. Because it's your right. 
because some of these teachers, Pilates, whatever, name it, they have done a weekend course. And then I see some of my colleagues who are geniuses, absolutely amazing. They are not known, nobody goes, because they are so, um, how do you say, wholesome, in the sense that they do things so beautifully with, 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 with no advertising and all that, then they don't have clients. Mm-hmm. Um, because because they are not part of a big chain and all that. So, so again, there is a way to become a little bit more aware. And what I say is if you start a good diet, Mike, let's say you want to change your diet, your habits, uh, what do you do? You go to a nutritionist. So what does the nutritionist do? Assess you, checks if you have allergies, if you are intolerant to other foods, it checks your body, I mean, weight, da, da, da. then it gives you a list of supplements, it gives you a list of food that you can take, not take. So it's quite of a process. Why do we do it with food and don't do it with exercise, which is the other pillar of our wellness. So we need to do the same process when choosing choosing a program. Okay. Same. Yeah, I, I would suggest ask qualifications for both of those, actually, for the nutritionist and, and, and the trainer. For sure. You, uh, we, we need to know who do we put our beautiful vehicle in the hands of who? Is it a good engineer? Yeah. If I drive my beautiful Porsche or whatever, Ferrari, or even my whatever, I want a good engineer. I don't want to just drop it some, to someone that is going to break it. So I think it's more the public that needs to be educated to be more concerning. Uh, to discerning, sorry, yes. discern. They need to know. They need to ask the right questions. Um, I had a wonderful client who is super fit now, Superman at eighty three, and he came to me, uh, really not in the best condition because he was pushed in the gym by these young guys who didn't understand anything about exercise at his age. 80, sure. he was 80. So they, they nearly broke him. <laughs> okay. No, I get it. No, a- absolutely. This is a really good analogy with the car and uh, asking the questions and asking the qualifications very much so. Uh, Ivana, let me ask you kind of one more thing because, uh, and there's a lot of talk about this, and I think it's true. There's a lot more um, People, our work has changed. There's a lot more office-bound work, certainly in the UK. This might not be the case all over the globe, but, you know, that's the way things uh, have moved in the UK. Do do you think you are uh, busier than ever because of people changing their, their, their work habits, their way of working, and essentially just people with a lot more sedentary jobs? Um, I would say, first of all, this is changing all around, all over the world. Uh, that's what I call the contemporary body, the, 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 the disadvantage of the contemporary lifestyle. The number one disadvantage is a sedentary lifestyle. And this is changing worldwide. We spend too much time sitting and it being passive, no exercise, no movement. But the one who are at the most risk are the younger one. So there is a change, I would say, of awareness. Uh, people want to know more. And thankfully, um, I see the new generation being um, more aware. So from having a lot of people more about 
you know, our age, 40, 50, 60. Um, today, the interest is shifting to very young ones. So today, for instance, I had a 14-year-old who wanted to know how um, to sit properly and all that. So um, I work with 16, 18. So there is fantastic awareness coming both from parents who see their children not carrying themselves sitting properly and, and being very um, sedentary. And um, so the older generation like me, uh, I would say, yes, we pay a price if we are not kept but. I, I think both you and I agree that we agree with quite of an active lifestyle. The, 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 the lifestyle that I see at most dangerous today, our children. Okay. This, right. is, this, this is where we need to, to concentrate and help them and help the parents and the teachers at school to educate them for a better future. Okay. And so when you see young people, it sounds like you're, you're seeing quite a few young people. What is, is there one thing in particular about their desk setup that tends to uh, alarm you most, or is it all many different things? Is, it's is there one a theme? only, and you're going to laugh. They are not sitting even anymore. They are lounging. So young people, young generation, they don't, they don't use a desk and a chair anymore. They lounge on the bed with a computer almost on the chest. That's right. how they do. In fact, there is a very interesting book that was um, in Italian and written about two years ago. It's called The Generation of the Loungers, um, Yisdrayati, because it's a new generation that doesn't sit anymore like us in front of a computer, but they lounge. So, and they all do that. So that is extremely worrying because they have the worst posture. They, they literally lack the muscle that sustain them in the sitting. On top of this, the schools are not helping because the entire setup of school is incorrect and is not posturally supporting. The desks and the chairs are too low. They are not adapted to the new lifestyle of computers or tablets. So the old system is collapsing. So of course, my dream would be to really, first of all, teach people um, how to really organize the, the, the work environment, what I call the, the desk and chair. But it's very different, Mike. There is offices where people really have to sit. And then there is the new teenager and the new generation. They don't even care about the computers because they don't use a computer on the desk anymore. They have a tablet. So they, ask, they all tell me I lounge, literally on the bed, lounge. So this is the main problem for the young. Okay. For our generation, it can be still uh, adaptable. Um, I use um, your chair, I call it now my chair. I love this, <laughs> this amazing chair. For me, is is um, I'm sitting here as we speak. Um, and this is the most intelligent chair. Everybody of my patients use it. I use it, we all use it. I organize, I teach people how to sit correctly, how to set up your desk. It's very simple. Again, it's on my book. There are nice drawings and very easy. That's fine. But now the biggest problem is the future. Okay. All right. No, how certainly. We... So I, I ought to just mention, actually, that we first met probably about, I don't know, nine or ten years ago. 
because yeah. I, I import this chair. So when you talk about my chair, we're talking about the, the, the back yes, chair that yes. I import from Sweden. Yes, why is your chair. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, and it is, it is amazing. It's, I've, I've done a, a research everywhere in the market, and I have to say that it's nothing like that. I, I, I mean, this chair is amazing. Why is amazing? Because it's teaching people to basically use correctly the back muscle, the core muscle, it makes you work, it supports you. The problem is the young generation, they don't want to sit on the chair and on the desk because they don't need it. With the phone and the tablet, they, they just slouch in the bed. Right. And so when they stand, there is nothing to support the back in the correct way. Nothing, no muscles. All right. So, right. So that do not let your children do their homework on the bed. No, but, please, please, please. <laughs> No, I, I I agree actually. So my my children do slip into that habit occasionally, but um I um I'm quite firm in suggesting they don't. So I, I think on the whole I'm do, I'm doing uh, quite well uh, as far as that's concerned. So I want I want to ask you one sort of more question, which is a bit more personal actually. Now I I've seen you talking to uh, a room of people, and I have to say. Uh, Ivani, you kind of command a room. And I, I, I think this is partially due to your posture. Because, you know, let's face it, you're, you're, not, you're not a big person, are you? You're not terribly tall. No, I'm 5'5". Five, five. Okay, exactly. Yet, you somehow kind of command, I saw you commanding in this room, there are about 30 people in it, and you could hear a pin drop. Now, I, I do think, because I've seen other people do this before, and I, I think the kind of a theme that goes through this uh, is people's posture. Generally, people that can do that have a good posture. And I think the two do go hand in hand very, very much. Is, is, is that something that you've noticed? Well, look, it, it helps. First of all, remember, I was a performer. I was a ballerina. Yeah. So... Yeah, to perform is something we are trained to, to be in front of not 30 people, but hundreds yeah. <laughs> and thousands. Uh, so that helped um, the way you carry. I worked a lot with actors to really teach them how to present themselves and to stand on the stage and really impose themselves and create a presence is so important. You said it absolutely well. So part of my career, I worked with actors to say, this is how you really impose i think is that is 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 the also the confidence that i think you feel and i think it's a lot of passion i have to say when you say thank you so much for telling me a commander room i think yes the posture help but i think is the passion of what i do is so beyond belief um that i i hope that i carry that passion convincing people on, on, on what i say and what i carry and and this is this is a company with a physical presence of being there and, and probably sitting correctly and carrying myself it's a very good combination yes no i would agree so that's that's certainly my experience of you for sure so uh, ivana maybe a, a good thing to do last of all would be just to let people know about your book, what it's called, uh, and how people can get it if, if they want it, and how if they want to uh, to you know to to contact yeah. you, you know, if you have a website or what have you. So my book is called A Manual for a Contemporary Body. 
Um, they find it in Amazon books, very easy. Um, so they just even put my name, Ivana Danielle, to L or E, or a manual for a contemporary body. The book uh, price varies from, uh, sometimes they go on sale 9.99 and maximum 12, 13 pounds. It is really a very easy manual, very easy. I had the best reviews on, oh Ivana, how easy it was to follow it, A, B, C. Um, and I think you feel also it's not a book of science, it's not something for professional. I think that everybody can read it and really have a, a, an easy manual to follow. Um, so then you can go to my website, and and um, which is Ivana Daniel. It's just very easy, www.ivanadaniel.com. You can book. Um, yes, limited number of the people that I can see. But I want to say that my next project, and this is really what I'm starting, is to create an education a school for taking um, professionals who have a background um, in, in physio, osteopathy, or clinical pilates to make them uh, better teachers in order to really help people with injuries. So basically um, creating a new generation of intelligent teachers, and not intelligent in terms of, in, because they are more intelligent, to teach intelligent movement. That's what I mean. So, uh, so more careful with the best qualifications, a new generation of professionals that if they come from my school and they have that, qualifications, um, the doctors will know that they are in the safest hands because I will only teach and this program will have only top professionals to teach with me. And the people who will graduate will be absolutely ready to face this new generation of problems. So this is my next project, Mike. Okay, that sounds very exciting. I will invite you back to tell me all about that when the time is right. But for now, Ivana, thank you very much indeed for chatting. Well, thank you so much, Mike, and uh, really a pleasure always chatting with you. Thank you very much to Ivana Danielle uh, for being su such a wonderful guest this week. Uh, also, thank you very much to all of you for listening. This week, I'd like to ask for some feedback on the Relax Back UK show, for some help from all of you. If there are any topics that you would like to be covered on future shows, do let me know. Or maybe you're an expert in a health-related field and would like to be on the show. Again, do let me know. I think the way to do that, the best way to do that is via email. My email is mike at relaxbackuk.com. So send me messages via that. Once again, it's mike at relaxbackuk.com. Uh, thanks again to all of you, to Ivana and to all of you for listening. I really do appreciate every single listener and uh, have a healthy week until next week. Thanks for listening to the Relax Back UK show. Join me, Mike Dilk, again next week for more fascinating interviews and chat. If you're listening to the podcast version, please subscribe, like and share it with your family and friends. And have a healthy week until next week.